Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Into the 10 o'clock hour on this Friday night, first round of the Georgia High School State Football Playoffs. Dan Crenshaw and Chris Parker welcoming you back into the Sports Radio 929 The Game, the 929TheGame.com's high school scoreboard show. So glad that you're with us uh, tonight as some games are winding down. And boy, we're getting down to some interesting games, some things going in ways we maybe we didn't expect them to go. We will have at least one new defending state champion as a defending state champion goes down. Who was it? Uh, Sandy Creek. Sandy Creek. Monroe, Who beat Sandy Creek? Monroe area with a 38-yard field goal with time running out. To beat the champs. 24-21. Wow. Wow. And Monroe area beats the Sandy Creek Patriots on the first night of the state playoffs. Yeah, the Region 8 over there doing a nice job. Oconee County's up over Douglas. Same region matchup. Cedar Grove is up on Heber and Christian last I saw, but the game was pretty close. Pretty close. Heber and yeah, Christian and that, that's something up. to keep an eye on. Sam, East Coweta and North Paulding. That's two good teams playing tonight, right? Yep. OT. Uh-oh. 16-16. to 16, They are in overtime. Extra football. Extra football uh, as we watch tonight. We keep an eye on those. We've been keeping our eye on games, uh, especially some surprises in Cobb County. And some things we weren't, we, you know, weren't expecting. I tell you what, we wanted to say, wonder what this guy has to say about it. We're going to check in with John Batnarowski, Marietta Daily Journal. Uh, we welcome in on this Friday night, and I know he is like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what, how you're feeling about this, John. Welcome back to the Scoreboard Show. These surprises out your way tonight. I'll tell you what, the folks over here in Cobb County are uh, not going home happy in most places. It's uh, – uh, a, a little strange, and uh, you know, especially the, the the one big one that is really jumping out at me. You know, North Cobb getting beat forty-five to fourteen at yeah. home by Collins Hill. Yeah, um, I know that the uh, Warriors had suffered uh, some injuries on uh, on defense, but they had gotten Nick Grimstead and David Ezio Mume back from injury from earlier in the year. 
uh, really looked like they were playing some good football, and they just got buzzed tonight. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's been an interesting night following several teams. But, yeah, I think that stood out the most to me too, John, of all the scores I've seen. I really thought North Cobb had a chance to go uh, deeper in the playoffs. And I know you had mentioned weeks ago that, you know, for whatever reason, they just hadn't been able to get rolling in the playoffs. And, uh, unfortunately, for the North Cobb people, it's um, it's, it's another disappointing loss in the first round. That's, That's a tough, tough loss tonight for those guys. And, you know, I, I think that's the third third straight year they've lost playoff game at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, uh, uh, that's a disturbing trend. Marietta gave Westlake a, a hard time for a while. Looks like Westlake's pulling away in that game now maybe. But anybody, did anybody surprise you in a positive way tonight in Cobb County? Oh, in a positive way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to bring the positivity, Uh, Sam. I'll tell you what. um, Whitfield Academy, under new coach Robert Walsh, beat Darlington tonight 28-14. to You know, it's their first playoff win in a while. uh, Or they won their first region championship in a while uh, last week, I think since uh, 2008. Congratulations to them. That's a very nice win because, you know, Darlington is one of those perennial mm-hmm. playoff teams yep, that right. uh, like to make runs. Absolutely. So uh, that's a good one. And um, this is going to sound weird because you get beat uh, 42 to 17. That's still a moral victory for Osborne. I know it's not the way that they want to end the season, but. You look at Mill Creek, defending state champion. They come in rolling. I had a terrible feeling that it was going to be like 60 to nothing because Osborne was playing with a backup quarterback and all that. They put up some points tonight. I think they did themselves proud. Yeah, folks, who's spending time here on the scoreboard show with John Betnarowski, Marietta Daily Journal, keeping an eye on all things Cobb County. Thoughts about Kale? Uh, we saw this cast team. Um, take down Jefferson last year in a surprise, a five and five cast team. Of course, they're tested by a really, really tough region that, that, that Hiram's a part of. But thoughts about them coming down to Kale tonight? Well, right now, uh, last time I saw, they were up twenty-one to seven. Of course, that game uh, started a little later. It had an eight o'clock kick, so that game's probably getting close to the end of the third quarter right now. Kale's got to wake up because. Uh, I'm, when I saw that uh, Cass beat Calhoun, I think it was, what, 52-29 to 29 last yeah, week? Yeah. It's like, okay, here we go. So uh, I'm hoping the Longhorns can uh, can turn things around in the second half. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. We've got it on in the studio here. John, it looks like Walton was big winners tonight, still probably right now the dominant team in Cobb County. Walton is going to play North Gwinnett next week. Okay, North Gwinnett beat yeah, West Forsyth. Uh, That's a big Hunter one. Teal, Hunter Teal had a big game tonight. I know he had three touchdowns before the end of the second quarter, uh, which means Heklinski must have had a pretty good night too. Uh, 66-7. to seven. Yeah, Walton, uh, Walton just uh, keeps rolling. I'll tell you what, I'm sure you guys have seen this, but uh, talk about having a pretty good night. Um you know, Harrison went out to Carrollton tonight, and uh, that didn't turn out the way the Hoyas wanted. But <laughs> no, 
you look at the numbers that Juju Lewis put up, I think he was 12 of 14 for 377 yards and six touchdowns in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Seven touchdowns overall set the school record. They played a lot of football in Carrollton. You set the school record for anything, you've done something. Holy and, yeah, he set the school smoke. record tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harrison got a good team, but Carrollton is just really good. Uh, hey, John, I'll tell you what. I'm not, I know Coach Byrne will have him ready, but I'm going to go back to Walton for a second and say Walton needs to look in the mirror a little bit. You know, last year they were in the second round. They were the do- Buford was the dominant team. They came in hot. They upset them. Yeah. Norquinette's hot, man. Don't you know they they need to remember the Alamo there, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh Norquinette's hot. They've been playing really well. That's gonna be a sneaky, really good game next week, I'm telling you. No, I agree. And the other thing that Walton's gotta be uh a little bit worried about considering the way that they're going, their memories aren't necessarily on the Buford game, but on the Carrollton game from last year. If they get by North Gwinnett, it looks like it would be a rematch from, right. uh, against Carrollton, so you don't want to get caught looking ahead. So you're right. This uh, this is going to be a, a big matchup with North Gwinnett next week. Yeah. You got you got McEachern, Sam. Yep, McEachern started 0-4. They won their seventh in a row tonight. I believe I got that right. Yep. They beat Campbell. They'll play the winner of Camden County and Newton. Uh, the McEachern getting hot at the right time. I guess that's the least – <laughs> that's the easiest way to say that they've been really rolling lately 42 to nothing tonight and uh you know i haven't seen a score on camden and newton newton came into uh cantrell stadium earlier in the year when mckeetron was uh struggling and i think that was a 13 to 7 game i'm sure in some ways mckeetron is hoping that uh Newton pulls this one out so they get another crack at him. Yeah, Camden and Newton playing tomorrow. I just saw that. Must okay. Playing oh, okay. tomorrow. Yeah, I just saw. I was wondering why we hadn't seen a score either. Yeah. So I looked it up. They're playing tomorrow. So uh, either way, McEachern have a little advantage. They got one extra day, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. But McEachern and, Her- McEachern and Walton right now, really the teams to watch in, um, in 7A from Cobb County. Agreed. Yep, yep. Pretty strong, pretty strong performances from them tonight, and some others are are, are packing it in. Uh, what, what are you guys preparing? Because you know that's all Cobb County tonight. You still have some games to go on next week. Tell us about what people are going to be reading. What you're going to have for people to to check out tomorrow? Well, of course, uh, we've got our uh, uh, CobbFootballFriday.com. We'll have all the uh, stories from tonight's action and. Uh, uh, we'll have Cobb Football Friday all next week, getting ready for the second round of the playoffs. Um, and of course, uh, tomorrow we still got another game. North Cobb Christian, I'm I'm really high on them. Uh, they're taking on Fannin County tomorrow. It's the only game in the county, so uh, hopefully a lot of people will go out there and check them out. Yeah, it'd be a good one. Don't sleep on that Fannin County team either. The Mountain Boys up there, Coach Cheatham. I'm telling you, they do a good job. Uh, but Norcob Christian winning their first region championship ever, Sam. Yeah. Having a great season. Having a fantastic season. They are, and they will be in action tomorrow. John, we appreciate you spending some time, as always, on on uh, on, on Friday nights. And uh, my goodness, uh, you know, your surprise is out your way tonight. So some frowns on some faces, but there's some other teams that are moving on, and we watch to see what they do going forward. Yeah, and uh, 
you know, you you hate to think that football's coming to an end anytime soon, but uh, whoo, it's been a rough one tonight for uh, the folks up in Cobb County. Yep, yep, tough night, tough night. But like there's some that will carry on next week, and we'll see what they do. Should be some interesting matchups, especially seeing what – I'm curious to see what, what McEachin does because of the way this season started. Walton we're watching, but McEachin got off to, to, to such a difficult start. To watch those guys now, to me, it, it makes them pretty interesting. Yep. And we'll be watching for that. Thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it, fellas. All right, all right. John Betnarowski, Marietta Daily Journal, and some thoughts. I mean, Chris, some long faces out in Cobb County tonight. Yeah, you know, as we conduct these things, you know, that stuff happens fast here in the Kia studios, and we're trying to figure this thing out, and I'm going through trying to think of something to ask John that's positive, and I was struggling a little bit. (laughs) It's not been a great night for the Cobb County schools. I I don't make light of that. It just – I did. I really was trying to find somebody to talk about that was – That was positive. There are many – I mean, you know, multiple, multiple team seasons come to an end tonight in Cobb County. Yep. Uh, Let's check in with Garrett. He's got an update for us here before we head to the break. Sports Radio 92.9, the game in the high school scoreboard show. This is Garrett Chapman live at Sequoia High School, where it looks like the Chiefs are going to take down the Raiders. Your score right now, as it stands, 26-9. to And Ian Maria has had a fantastic game. I do want to make that correction. I had a, an error in my notes. I had three and five mixed up. Ian Maria Jr., number five, is responsible for both of those touchdowns that I, I credit to the other running back. He has had a fantastic game. The two touchdowns, plus he's also been making plays on defense. He plays defensive end. He's been making, I think he has at least one sack, but he's been hounding Bordeaux all evening long. Uh, But also, Bretton Darling has two touchdowns. He's the one who caught that double pass. He also returned that block punt from the first drive. He just came up with a big-time interception. They got the ball back, and they are just grinding clock now. We are under four minutes to play. 26-9 to is your score. I'll be back with Coach's Interviews. Sports Radio 92.9, the game, and the high school scoreboard show. My name is Garrett Chapman. Sam and Chris, back up to you. All right, thanks a lot, Garrett, for that update there. Look forward to hearing what the coaches have to say after the contest that he is uh, he has covered there. Yeah, it looked like a good game. Sequoia looks like they're going to get the win. Um, exciting exciting game. Yep, a lot of excitement. More final scores are coming, coming down. We come back. Uh, tell you what, you missed it earlier. We're going to go back and have school days. Again, you missed Roddy Jones, uh, former Georgia Tech standout, uh, record holder in DeKalb County at Chambly High School. Going to reflect on his school days with us. And after that, we're going to come back with more scores, games that are going final. You stay with us. It is the Scoreboard Show, your high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Games High School's football scoreboard show. Friday night, under the lights. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Taking it back. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. It's school days on the high school scoreboard show. As Sam and Coach check in with the legend of Georgia high school football. Brought to you by Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Well, as always, this time of night on our show, we always, um, you know, reminisce a little bit and go back and talk to some players who had great high school careers. And, you know, most of them have gone on beyond, like this person went on beyond Georgia Tech. Great player there. Um, and now he's an analyst for ESPN. So he's still around the college football game. I don't know if we're going to talk to him about any of that. Maybe. We're not going to talk about that. No. We're going to talk about high school. About high what school. high school are we talking about tonight, Sam? Talking about Shambly High School. Shambly High School. The Cav County Dogs. Yep. The Shambly Bulldogs. And I tell you, this guy used to run on Friday night, man. I remember seeing him. You oh said he may be the all-time leading rusher. And and, the, and touchdowns. And touchdowns in all of DeKalb County. I think he's still that. I do believe he is. Let's welcome in. Roddy Jones, welcome to the Scoreboard Show. What's up, gentlemen? How are you? Man, this is great to have you on because you keep a busy schedule. First of all, where are you? Where, where are you going to be tomorrow? <laughs> I am currently sitting uh, in the lobby of a hotel in New Orleans, Louisiana, where tomorrow we've got Tulsa versus Tulane. Um, top 25 Tulane, who's uh, trying to get back to New Year's Six Bowl. So, so it should be fun. Man, we have Friday night New Orleans, huh? Yeah, how about that? And talking to us. You're talking to us. <laughs> talking how about to us that? Your Friday night New Orleans, let me, man. Let me tell you, this will, this will be the most exciting thing I do on Friday night New Orleans because the bed is calling my name. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah, yeah I know yeah, that feeling. Absolutely. Roddy, let's talk about your high school days, Shamley High School. What, what comes to mind as you hear that? A lot. Um, you, know, I, you know, it's funny. We, we often talk about, about high school and, and, uh, and sort of the memories that you build. And I feel like the further you get away from it, either the, the better those memories become or the more you think back on it. Because there's just, you know, it was, so, it was simple, but at the same time, it's so much fun. Um, but the biggest thing I think is probably the work that we did there to, to get Chambly to the point where we made the playoffs for the first time since the 80s when I was there. Um, I mean, it was a team that was uh, six and four when my freshman year. We were four and six 
my sophomore year and then um and then my junior year we got to the playoffs uh we're able to win and win a first round playoff game um we ended up winning nine or ten games that year and then the next year we were able to to uh to to, to have another great season so you know the friendships um the, the the obviously the success that we had but but just i think the friendships more than anything are what you remember and how how you have an entire school behind you yeah Rod, roddy's memory is spot on sam the Shambly made the playoffs in 1984. They didn't make it again to 2005. And Roddy's team, 190. He was dead as all with the six and four, four and six, nine and three. He had it, yeah. <laughs> Not that he was keeping up, but he remembers. Uh, I mean, you remember that. So you remember. leaves an impact on you. And, and you know, the, the thing that, that when I got there, you know, we had a goal with Coach Wade Beal to, to make the playoffs my freshman year. We fell short of that. And, and, um, you know, after after being not great my sophomore year, we were super young. Junior year, we knew it was a real possibility. You know, I, we we had not just me, but a number of good players on the team, and so that was that was our goal. And we knew that it had been twenty something years. We knew kind of what our records were, and then we didn't make it my senior year because we had we were in a region that was split into sub regions, and we lost the two most important games on our schedule. Only two games we lost that year by a combined total of four points. Lost Correct. by one to uh, to Grady. <laughs> lost by three to Dunwoody. Yeah. Um, so that's what sticks with you. Like, you remember that stuff. Man, folks, l- listen to this. We're talking with Roddy Jones tonight just talking about his school days. But thoughts about those days in the Cab County. What was the I, – I think I kind of figured you mentioned Dunwoody, and I know what a rivalry that is. Explain Shambly and Dunwoody to people who haven't been to that game before. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny because it was a, it was a big time – it's obviously a big time rivalry, but when I, when I first got there, Dunwoody was a lot better – than we were um and so it was a little bit more it felt a little bit more of a rivalry in basketball because those two teams obviously Dunwoody was great uh but Shambu was very good too um so so you know it's 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 like any high school rivalry man like most of the fans live within a mile of each other you know neighboring neighborhoods um and we would that game would be packed out every single year uh, and Dunwoody always kind – of, it's funny because, you know, my, my high school career was sort of the same as my college career where your rival kind of wants you to feel like – kind of feels like they're a big brother. Like Dunwoody felt a little bit like they were a big brother. At least that's how they felt like uh, – they felt towards us. It was the same thing I wanted to college. Like Georgia obviously feels like they're a big brother uh, with Georgia Tech. So so maybe that's just uh, that's the kind of places I'm drawn to, the places that, that are sort of the underdog. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Those games – um, are tremendous. And, you know, I still remember all, all four of the games we played against Dunwoody. Uh, three of them we won my first three years, and then one of them we lost my senior year. Yeah, three and one. It wasn't the big brother then. <laughs> now, <laughs> Roddy, I'm excited for your answer on this because you've been so clear in your memory of this. Is there a moment, a play, a time in the game? Is there something that stands out as the, the most significant part of your time playing? I, I think it was that win um, in in Lakewood Stadium against Mays in the playoffs. Um, I mean, that was something that we had worked so hard for that uh, positively that one stands out. You know, honestly, the thing about, about ball and about us as players and all that stuff is, like, I remember I could tell you a ton of moments that I want to have back. You know, there was a, a fumble against Tucker in, 2000, in my junior year. I guess that would have been 2005. Um, there was a fumble against Tucker on a third down late in the game where we had a chance to beat them in Adams Stadium that uh, that, that cost us, I felt like. Yeah, that, that one sticks with me, you know. 
there were there was the Rome game in the playoffs in 2000 and uh, 2005, that same year. It sticks with me. There's a couple of plays against Dunwoody and against Grady in 2006. It stick with me. But positively, you know, it's the win in Lakewood against Mays. It's uh, it's having an opportunity to, to, to break the school record and the county record and rushing and touchdowns. And I remember those moments. Certainly, you know, I remember my first touchdown against Avondale in, uh, in Panthersville Stadium in uh, my freshman year. Wow. So, so, so I, those, those, uh, those moments I definitely remember and can go back to. But the, the, the negative moments are the ones that stick with you a little bit more. But, but there's certainly a lot of positives in there as well. Yeah, he's talking about the playoffs, and he's talking about what a lot of players are experiencing tonight, Chris, in the first night of the playoffs. You know, like you mentioned, somebody's going to have something that won't go their way, and then it's all going to end. Uh, but still, they had great seasons. In yeah, all somebody has to lose every game. You know, Roddy's been at the high level. He's going to cover a game tomorrow. Somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. The difference of tonight for all these high school teams is it's over. That's it. Yeah. And it, the finality of it is something. And Roddy, you of all people got to know you can't harp on those negative things, man. You did, you're the all time leading rusher in DeKalb County, of course. You did a couple things you want back. But yeah, man. I, I, you, you, you have to stop for a minute and think about that. All the people who come through DeKalb and, you know, down through the years. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing feat to do. It, it really, you know, now that I'm in my mid 30s, um, yeah, you know, you sit back and you think, and you're, and and I certainly am proud of it. Uh, you know, Patrick Pass held the record before me, a guy that I saw run when I was in elementary school uh, at Tucker, and I absolutely loved Patrick Pass and had a, the good fortune of playing at the same Little League park as him, knowing a lot of the people that knew him. Um, but but yeah, you know, I. I I used to go, I mean, I went to high school football games growing up. Tucker was a big one that I went to all the time. But Stevenson, I went to. Southwest the Cab games, I went to, you know, when they had great players um, with all the players that have sort of run through DeKalb County. Uh, you know, I think of guys that I that I looked up to, like Craig Lumpkin and Thomas Brown that sort of led before me. Um, and, and, and guys that, that played at the same time as me. Philip Phillips, who was a great running back at Cross Keys. Um Janoris Searcy, who was tremendous at, yep. at Towers, were, were sort of guys that went back and forth with over the course of my time in high school. You know, guys like Asher Allen, who was one of my one of my best friends, a guy that I played with in, in Little League. Um, it, it's it's really something that I am proud of. I am also very fortunate that uh, that we went more spread and throw the ball around after you know, about five <laughs> yeah. six years after I got out of school. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's obviously a great feat and uh, it's something I'm proud of. It's actually like. Like you said, he's ahead of us because he's in the media now, Sam. But <laughs> yeah. it's definitely a record you want now because it's going to be hard to break. It is. The way teams throw the ball, they just don't get quite the same traction for the the two and 250-yard rushers over and over. You just don't get that. So the rushing numbers are down. Now, pass, you start that all-time passing list, you'll yeah. keep that thing a couple of years and somebody else right, will have exactly. it. Yeah, rushing a little different. Roddy, can we talk about recruiting? So you were a high, you were highly recruited. But even though 2006 doesn't seem that long ago to me, it was a while ago, things are different now. Is there anything as you see how high school to college recruiting works, is there anything you think, man, we missed out on that? Or what advice do you have for the the guys going through it now? Yeah, um, so recruiting is so much more complicated than it was when I was in school. You know, the recruits nowadays have to deal with, with attention from so many places that we didn't you know there were only a few places that you were going to get that level 
of attention. And people certainly didn't have the access to me that, um, or any of the guys that got recruited with that, that these, uh, that people do now, you know, through Twitter and, and Instagram and, you know, anything, Snapchat, Facebook, all, all, well, I guess recruits probably aren't on Facebook, but, mm-hmm. but any of that stuff, TikTok, like those recruits are highly accessible. And so there's pressure from all over to go to these places. Um, their recruiting rules were different. Like you had rules on when you could be contacted uh, and coaches had to call you like that, you know, text messaging still cost money. And so they had to ask permission and ask if you had free texting before they text you. So you wow. were just much less available. Things went a lot slower. Um, and the attention wasn't, the attention wasn't nearly what it is. So to be honest, I don't know what it's like to be recruited nowadays, especially when you consider NIL and, and all of the stuff that goes on with money and, and pressure. So, so I think the thing that I would advise guys um, recruits nowadays is um, to, to pick somewhere where whether football goes well or not, um, you can feel like you are going to be okay. You know, I'm not saying that you have to completely base your decision on, on what would happen if you weren't a football player, because you are like, that's what you are. Um, and, and a lot of that has turned into a major business, but ultimately like, you may be a football player, but you are living at a school. You are, uh, you are participating in some, uh, some modicum of, of school life. And so, uh, and so being okay with that, not being miserable off the field is, is really important and it goes a long way. So that's, that would be my advice, but you know, I don't even know how I would have handled the money aspect of it or anything like that. Um, but having people around you that you trust, uh, and also having your own voice in it is, uh, is still very important. It's actually really good advice, Sam, on the picking the school that you can graduate from and be happy with regardless of the situation. It doesn't yeah. mean you don't try to go to the number one team in the country. It just means you better keep that in mind, too, because it's actually highly unlikely yeah. you're going to go from that straight, you know, go four years and be the first-round draft pick. Right. It's more likely right. you're going to try to graduate from there and then do something else. So great advice there, actually. Right? Yeah. And, and, oh, by the way, Roddy, the, 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 the young recruits, they're not on Facebook. Facebook is for the grown and sexy. Right. <laughs> like exactly. me and Sam. Okay. Like Sam and I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I dated <laughs> myself as I'm going down, as I'm going down <laughs> the social media, you know. Uh, but I, I got to ask you people, one thing. People could only access me on MySpace. When I was <laughs> oh, not MySpace, man. <laughs> Folks, we're talking with Roddy Jones. He's in New Orleans on a Friday night, and unfortunately, he's talking with us. But we appreciate it. We appreciate you doing this. Look, you mentioned Patrick Pass, and you two share something. You both were baseball players. Talk about your baseball and how maybe one thing helped you with the other. Yeah, I did, so baseball was the first sport I started playing. You know, I had to be convinced to play football um, by my brother. My younger brother, Darius, wanted to play football, and, and my mom would only let him play if I played too so that we, we, would, we could go together and we would be doing the same activity because she didn't want to be driving me to fall baseball and him, and him to football. So. Uh, so he convinced me to. He wore me down over the course of months, uh, actually probably weeks, so maybe days. I don't know. I was 79 <laughs> at the time. So, but he wore me down, and, and I agreed to do it. So I always loved baseball. And, I, and the thing that I loved the most that I look back on and that I'm glad that I had was my life wasn't all football. Um, I had another season to look forward to. So if football wasn't going well, I always knew I was going to get a break from it at some point. Um, and that was, that was tremendous. And it was something that I missed when I got to college in my first two years, I didn't play baseball. I missed that break, you know, that, that, 
the exercising of a different part of your brain and a, and a different different set of skills with your with your body and a different pace and but still competition and it's it's such a it's such a different game. It's a game of failure that teaches you so much. So I think a lot of it teaches you compartmentalization. Where in football you're able to have a bad play or a bad block and then bounce back the next play because it, you know in baseball it's pitch by pitch, man. You got to live on every pitch. That and the next pitch is the most important pitch. In football, you can sometimes drift with that. Like you, you can you can get away with not playing the next play as your as the as the play that's going to decide it. In baseball, you don't do that. Like you're going to get embarrassed. You're 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 going to fall in a hole that you're unable to climb out of. So, or, or if you're in the field, like you're going to miss a play that could cost you the game. So, so I enjoyed that part of it. I think it it taught me ball skills, obviously, but but it's more a mentality and sort of a release that that baseball brought me. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, Roddy, we appreciate you spending some time with us on this Friday night. Uh, we'll be watching what you do down there and see what see what the, the green wave are able to do in New Orleans. I don't believe he's going. If he changes his mind and wants to go out in New Orleans, we won't. We won't tell. It's it's not even eight o'clock down there yet. We won't tell. Yeah, it's not even eight o'clock down there yet. What do you mean, (laughs) man? Come on. I mean, look. Hey, we got eleven a.m. kick. Your boy's been up. You know, I got three young kids, so your boy's been up since like five thirty. We are are running on fumes at this point. Well, we appreciate you joining us tonight. It reflected some on your on your school days. Fantastic times there, Shambly High School. And uh, and also on your way to Georgia Tech, and let's see let's see what the Jackets do at Clemson tomorrow. Huh. Yeah, it'll be fun one. It'll be fun. They're playing well on offense, so we'll see. All right, Roddy Jones, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks, guys. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back to more of the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 929 The Game and that's Back to the High School Scoreboard Show. Hope you enjoyed school days. Roddy Jones and back into this first round night of high school state football playoffs. Uh, Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker got Dom Chirosky working hard for you the other side of the glass. And we got some final scores coming in and some games going to cause some, some long faces. Uh, we visited Arabia Mountain this week. Jenkins, 14 to 13 winners. Winners over Arabia Mountain. Arabia Mountain. They're gonna Congratulations, take, Jenkins. They're going to take one of them footballs back to Savannah. They're going to take one of them footballs back to Savannah. Arabia Mountain, great season, but it's going to come to an end tonight. That's what makes it special, Sam. It, because it can end is why it's so great to win. Yeah. And North Paulding is going to get an overtime win, 22-19 to 19 North Paulding over East Coweta. Whoa. North Paulding moving on. East Coweta season ends tonight. They had to work extra long and hard to get that one, but they got it. How about Gilmer? Yep. Gilmer with the win over Adairsville. That's a four-seed Gilmer. 
going to the one seed of Daresville in AAA. Gilmer with the win, 35-28. Congratulations to the Bobcats. Absolutely, absolutely. Boy, there's some final games. Colquitt uh, did get the win over Parkview, 51-25. They are 11-0. Langston Hughes got the win over North Forsyth. North Forsyth hung with them for a time, but 41-7 final score. Langston Hughes uh, the winner in that game tonight. Brunswick came back, beat Monday's Mill, 28-22. Mm, stormed back. Yes. Got yes. the win. And Jonesboro hangs on over Glen Academy, 32-31. Mm. Good night for Clayton County. Good night for Clayton County. We're going to end up talking with a – hopefully catch you, catch you with the, another w- w- winning coach from Clayton County here uh, pretty soon. But they, they had a very good first-round night. Yeah, they really did. Morgan County beat Monroe, 35-14. to Morgan County 10-1 and on the year. Moving on, congratulations to them. And a game that started out close, but – the score doesn't show that. Jefferson wins 48-14. Jefferson moving past that first round after that upset loss last year. Jefferson, really, really good. Yep, yep. Maris is a winner, 38-21. They beat Northside, Warner Robins uh, tonight. And Roswell is 10-1. and They beat River Ridge, uh, 51-24. Final in that one. And a game that was really close earlier, Sam, Eastside beat Chapel Hill. The game was close, but pulled away late. Eastside, 38-14. Game closer than the score indicates there. But Eastside moves on. Chapel Hill's great season for Chapel Hill, but it'll end tonight. Yep, we'll end tonight. That's the final final for them. Uh, we do have one game taking place, a team that went on the on the road. Uh, Lovejoy's a winner over Effingham County. Clayton County. 47-14 the final. Uh, Lovejoy gets the win, and we are joined now by head coach Edgar Carson. I don't know if he's in the locker room. I don't know if he's on the bus. I'm not sure where he is. But, Coach Carson, congratulations. Welcome to the Scoreboard Show with Sam and Chris Parker. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Coach, what a great win tonight. What What was the key to the success you had? Um, you know, we was on the road tonight. You know, our, my message to the kids was it takes what it takes in the playoffs. So, you know, I thought our kids did a great job uh, preparation this weekend. Um, I tell them once you go on the road in the playoff game, you're all 14. We try to stimulate like we already 14 down. So, kids did a good job of limiting penalties. Uh, they fought all night. They worked their tails off tonight. Uh, they played for one another and played like a family. And we executed well on offense and defense. Yeah, Coach, talk about your region and how your region prepared you for this because it seems like your other teams and your region, everybody played – well, tonight, Monday's building up uh, falling behind and, and, and losing. But it seems like everybody of the four representatives, you guys all showed well tonight. Yes, uh, Woodward Academy, Monday's Mill, Jonesboro, uh, you know, the teams that was in the playoff, our whole reason. It, it was tough. Everybody played hard. Uh, so, you know, week in and week out, like last week, it felt like a playoff experience playing Jonesboro. So uh, we came up short last week, but kids tucked that in this week. We learned from the mistakes and you know, that I think our region definitely prepared us for the playoffs. Coach, you guys have done a great job going down to Savannah, getting that win. Where Are you still – are you there? Are you on the bus? Have you left well, Savannah? I stepped, off, I, I stepped off the bus to take this call. Everybody waiting on me. They stopped the okay. bus they for us? They stopped the bus. You, you, can talk, you can talk to us on the coach. bus, Coach. Unless y'all got the hey, music gonna, all loud. <laughs> uh, They're going to be loud, so it's okay. <laughs> hey, Coach. I appreciate it, man. Me and Sam have never been so complimented. But, listen, 
You let them kids have a good night on the bus, man. You guys deserve it. You guys deserve it. That was fantastic. Uh, you already looking forward to next week, or you want to wait to talk about that? Well, that's fine. I know that we got <laughs> Lee County. I know we got Lee County next week. So, you know, we if we're trying to win another ball game, we got to be road warriors. Um, I'm pretty sure me and Fabrizio will talk at some point tonight. Um, Hey, and, you know, that's a tough team. That They do a great job down there. I don't think we played them since 2014 mm-hmm. in the playoffs. In the, in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's good in that second them. round, Coach, but including Absolutely. the Lovejoy Wildcats. Yes. Winners tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, congratulations, Absolutely. Coach. Great win for you and your program. And the players are really, really excited for you guys. I'm, I'm excited for them, too. They bought in, you know. We didn't really have an identity at the beginning of the season, but, you know, they fought their tails off, and, man, they played for one another tonight. So, um, I'm, I'm extremely happy for them. Fantastic, fantastic win for you guys tonight. Coach, we appreciate you. We're going to let you get back on hey, the bus. Hey, get on the bus We're and enjoy that bus, thing. Enjoy that ride back home. <laughs> safe, safe right, travels, Alfred. and congratulations <laughs> on a big win. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good night. All right, now, that is Coach Edgar Carson of the Lovejoy High School as they get the win tonight, 47-14. Over Effingham County, they went on the road yeah. and brought back I don't, that win. I'm, I don't know that them winning surprised me. I mean, I thought it was kind of a toss-up game because I just know what Lovejoy is. You know, they got a good team. and But 47-14. to 14. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that's surprising. Great job. Not expecting um, that. But a, but a good night for Clayton County tonight in the first round of these playoffs as they showed themselves well. Monday's meal was leading – well, we don't have a final score. It's, I don't know if that's a final score. I got a fourth quarter score. Brunswick up 28-22. So we see if that one goes and turns into a final. But Monday's Mill was leading in that game for a time. We know that the Jonesboro-Glen Academy game is a final. And Jonesboro won that 32-31. And uh, they move on to next week. So, and they play Thomas King Central. Yes. Mm. Another time. <laughs> no, another tough assignment. Another <laughs> tough assignment. We got an update from Garrett Chapman. Let's see what, what Garrett has for us. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game in the High School Scoreboard Show. This is Garrett Chapman live at Sequoia High School as the Chiefs take down the Raiders 33-9. to And I'm joined by the head coach of the Sequoia Chiefs, James Teeter. Coach, you told me at halftime you wanted to see your offense sustain drives. They, they did just that in that second half. Tell me what you saw from your guys. Uh, just We finally started staying on blocks. That was the biggest problem in the first half. They were doing a good job of getting off the of blocks and making tackles. So that's kind of what we talked about at halftime, and our guys made those plays and got, just opened up some holes. I mean, our, our Ian Mariah was I'm not awesome. I'm looking for tonight. a college to help me find myself. Defense held strong against a very a talented Alpharetta team. You guys hold them to nine points off the scoreboard for the most part, out of the end zone rather, up until the very end of that game. Tell me what you guys saw from your defense. Well, it's kind of what I told you the other day when we talked. We were really good between the 20s. We just don't break. I mean, he does a great job, and we got after the, the quarterback and, and put some heat on him which kind of think rattled him a little bit, but it was because he was off a little bit more tonight than what we've seen in the past. You saw Brett and Darling, Ian Maria, really step up and play truly fantastic football games. Both of them scored two touchdowns today. Darling comes up with the interception. What did you see from those guys? I just seen a lot of heart because those guys went both ways almost all night. Britton especially because he played wide out all night too. And then Ian sparingly with him and Rejecki kind of combination over there. But I thought both of them played well and played with a great heart. Coach, Douglas County next week. Any early thoughts on your next opponent? No, I'm going to enjoy this one, and then we'll get started tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. Coach, congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. For the High School Scoreboard Show, this is Garrett Chapman live as Sequoia High School moves on to the second round of the 6A GHSA State Playoffs by a final score of 33-9. to Sam and Chris, great game over here. Back up to you guys.
All right, thanks a lot, Gary, for that great talking with Coach Teeter. He didn't really talk about that next week game, but talk about Coach Teeter for a minute. He's a veteran coach. He's been in this area for many years. Yeah, Coach Teeter is a great job. This is his 15th year at Sequoia. Wow. I can believe I never worked with Coach Teeter when I was there. That means I've been going longer than 15 years from there. But Coach Sid Maxwell was a coach before who I did work with. Coach Maxwell was there 15 years. Coach Teeter's been there 15 years. Wow. Two coaches in the last 30 years Wow, at Sequoia. Uh, great place, great people there. Uh, Coach Teeter's done a great job. He was at Dunwoody, at Dunwoody. before mm-hmm. and had the best season Dunwoody had had until this year recently. The yeah. last time Dunwoody was in the playoffs, the last time Dunwoody was 8-2 and two, like they are this year, Coach Teeter was the coach there. So I think that team beat Roddy Jones. They did beat Roddy Jones. Was I wasn't going to go there. Yeah, you know, was on the show he was today. our special guest. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, they did. Um, Coach Teeter's done a great job. Uh, Sequoia has just been consistently a good football program. They play hard, a lot of fundamentals. Coach talking about sliding off blocks. You know, yeah. he's old school. Yeah. And we'll get after yeah. it. So, uh, good to see them get a win. Great job tonight. They moved to 8-3 and three on the season. Tough task next week. Yeah, man. Coach didn't want to talk about it, but I can talk about it. I'm in the media. Okay, go ahead. Douglas County. Douglas County. Woo! That's going to be good. <laughs> That's going to be good. <laughs> Sequoia will be ready, too. But they will be. Douglas County will be ready. Second round. In Coach, Douglasville. Coach White, he's up here. He's, he, he, he's already talking about it up there on GPB <laughs> as we speak. Probably still talking about that time I made him drive all the way around Atlanta to get to that flood game. He was talking. He's to me still about talking the, about. Last that. time I was out there, he said, "You make sure to tell Chris Parker I remember that flood game and the drive." Like I caused the flood. Right, right. Still getting blamed for things. Oh my goodness, that should be a great game next week, folks. Stay with us as we head for the eleven o'clock hour, our final hour. More final scores, more updates, more interviews with coaches, uh, and more on this first night of the Georgia High Schools Association State Football Playoffs. Here on the High School Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.